2: GR Sports Radio 550. It's time to take a look inside
1: high school sports. Now, here's your host, Tony Calagiri. Brought to you by Mighty Taco. Mighty Taco would go great right about now. By Minio and Sappio Italian Sausage. Taste the difference quality makes. And by Dent Neurologic Institute. Developing solutions to neurological problems faced in our community. Good
3: morning welcome to Inside High School Sports. I'm your host, Tony Caligiuri. Filling in for Frank
0: Wolf this week. (laughs) (laughs) Francis Pack. I was just going to say, Frank, that makeover looks like... uh, I can't say it on the air, but you know what I mean. Oh, man. (laughs) Welcome back, back, Anthony. Thank you. Welcome back, and welcome to our uh, special guest we invited in the studio. We went over your head, which isn't very hard to do. No, it's easy to do. But... uh, Bring in an old uh, standby. We couldn't bring Markel in, so we did about the next best thing or as good a thing as Markel, and I know Quell's listening online. Hi, Quell. Miss you, buddy. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Sean, good to see you, my friend. What's up, fellas? Well, everybody said that this was some big comeback show, for, and I thought it was for me. <laughs> I thought, I honestly thought it was for me, but... You think that, about this. Actually, it was.
0: Just <laughs> don't tell Anthony, all right? <laughs> yeah, I, you think about this, I mean, this is
3: how time flies. Sean was, what, 16, I think you were? 17. 17? When, when we first brought you on the show the day of my wedding.
1: That is correct. That is correct. It was in June... Oh, well, you 3rd, had to bring that day up. It, it was you had these awful white shoes on, My um, sneakers. your sneakers on with your with your talks, and uh, you guys were like scrambling, like we got to get out of here, and Jeannie's going to kill me. And, uh, and I think Richie- first
0: of all, he does the show on the day of his wedding. Yes.
1: The, the then he patient. says, you got
0: to pick me up. Can you pick I me up? I can't miss out on my paycheck. So <laughs> I get, and he lived over by Delaware Park at the time. That's where his apartment was. And I pull in the driveway, and I see him come out the door, and I didn't notice at first. And all of a sudden, he's got his Air Jordans or whatever they were. <laughs> my Adidas shell
3: tips. Adidas <laughs> on with his tuxedo.
0: And I, you don't know how much I wanted to back out of that driveway and peel rubber and, and get the H out of there. Yeah, but I had my shoes in my bag. Uh, you know, No, I, no, 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 no. You said I says, What's this all about? My shoes don't fit. That's your brother correct. had they were tight. To, your brother had to go back to the where you rented the tux just to rent shoes. I remember this. You true. had to get
3: shoes and suspenders because I broke the tux pants right after the show. Unbelievable. When I went into the bathroom to uh you know, get freshen up and adjust, I went to adjust that uh you know waistband and, and the class broke
1: and now we're he like went in there to freshen up and
0: we're outside waiting, and we're waiting. He says, i think he went in for a makeover and here we are
1: 11 years almost 11 years later this june right yeah I how about that it's amazing i feel time, old the time is flying by oh but it's so good to have you <laughs> another, uh,
0: another marquel wannabe i feel old well he
3: has a little bit more cred saying that to marquel well, he's a little not bit much. older not much not much not much but uh francis good to see you oh by uh, the
0: way anthony i'm sorry what?
3: Morning, y'all. Ah, I missed that. If you think about it, I, I've been gone for 60 days. Uh, 77 days
1: I had either a cast or a brace on, on my arms. So they're gone. Well, you didn't right. miss anything because it, it, you really. I, I look at it as you were just hibernating through this intensive cold period that we've been going through, and you're back, and now the, finally the weather's breaking. So maybe there's something to be said for that. I don't know.
3: Yeah, and gas prices went up, so uh, couldn't have everything go my way. But uh, <laughs> it is good to be back. It, it was very difficult. You know, I was calling into the show and telling you guys it was torture. <laughs> Believe me, it was torture. I, you know, sit home all by myself, screaming at the walls. You know, the later, uh, the later weeks after I started feeling a little bit better.
0: Were you uh, admiring yourself with your platinum blonde beard? <laughs>
3: I Somebody asked me yesterday that, uh, you know, why? Can't, how come you haven't shaved? I said, well, my hands are still shaking. Would you <laughs> trust a razor in a shaking hand? No. All
1: right, then. <laughs> I'll keep it for now until I stop shaking. Well, don't feel bad because I really don't. Can't grow a beard myself, so nothing. I'll let you borrow mine. Nothing's really changed. (laughs) Nothing's really changed. (laughs)
0: Sean Sean puts some milk on and lets the cat lick it off. Yes,
1: (laughs) once a week.
3: Uh, So yeah, I mean, I watched a lot of baseball while I was off, and that was that was cool. I watched uh, a lot of uh, college basketball. You know, that we were ramping up to tournament time at at the time of uh, my uh, my surgery. So I'm getting involved in this. You know, I'm, I'm watching all the talk shows. I'm like, yeah, I've got this basketball thing down pat. I know what conferences are good. I, you know, Jeannie, print up brackets for us. <laughs> so she prints up the brackets and Nick's, Nick's getting into it. And, you know, so they fill out their out. And I'm thinking, you know, I'm just going to cream the cream them in this because I have so much information. I finished last. <laughs> Nick <laughs> won. He had Michigan in the finals. <laughs> Jeannie oh sco- Genie laughed at him and when he filled it out. I was like, Nicholas, you're, you're betting with your heart. No, Mommy, Michigan's going to be in the, in the championship game.
0: You know, yeah, it was I think, uh, <laughs> when are we going to get Nicholas' own show? So he <laughs> nailed it.
3: He, uh, he destroyed us.
0: You know what was amazing about that? Uh, Jerry Sullivan of Buffalo Evening News. He didn't pick the uh, right side of the bracket where he had two number one seeds coming in, but the one with Loyola and uh, who was the other one in that bracket? Michigan. Loyola and Michigan, he actually picked them for the Final Four. Wow. Yeah, Good I, for him. Yeah. He doesn't pick Villanova and, and the, you know, the Chalkers and all that. Though number ones with anybody, and, you know, their mother could probably guess and get a 50-50 chance of getting it right. He picked the, the three, what was it, a three and an 11 seed. He I'm picked such a rocket all s- the, way to the all the way to the uh, Final Four.
3: I'm such a rocket scientist, I picked Virginia. <laughs> Stupid, <laughs> but anyway, yeah. That so that's you know how that went. Again, like yeah, I said, like watched a lot say,
0: of rocket science, the overall number one. Oh boy,
3: watched a lot of baseball. And here's a cool thing on because uh, I have the dish, so I'm able to go on. Let's see, Big Ten networks, Pac-10 uh longhorns network and i'm watching spring football Bingo. left and yeah. right i'm watching old classic games like i watched the game with jake Plummer at quarterback jake you guys remember jake the snake, oh, jake the snake. Uh, Pat State. i saw
0: live i was uh jake Plummer as a sophomore at a game at brigham young my in-laws lived in salt lake city at the time and uh My father-in-law bought us tickets for the Brigham Young Arizona State when Jake Plummer was a a sophomore. Wow. I had a choice of two games I could have gone to. I could have gone to Utah versus I forget who. Well, at the time, Utah was like a four-touchdown favorite, Mm -hmm. and Brigham Young was a seven-point favorite. I says, well, I don't want to go to a game that's going to be a blowout and all that. I'll go to the Brigham Young game. Well, even though Arizona State was – uh, like uh, maybe he's better than a touchdown underdog. They beat Brigham Young that day. This is like Jake Plummer's coming out game, by more points than the Utah point spread. Wow. Yeah, and uh, well, the rest is history. They knocked off what? Was it Nebraska that year? No, they
3: lost to Nebraska. No, they well, beat we're... Nebraska. They beat Nebraska. I thought it was Jake's senior year.
0: You're right, you're right, yeah, you're right. Because they a came off, year. Nebraska
3: the, drubbed them the year before, yeah, Nebraska and then Arizona was supposed said, number one. this is our game that we are circling on the calendar. In fact,
0: I can tell you exactly what night it was. It was the very first preseason game at the new arena down there. And
3: wasn't Scott Frost the quarterback for Nebraska?
1: That's correct. It was after Tommy Frazier, so right. Scott Frost came in and was the quarterback, and now...
0: You believe this guy? Uh, <laughs> Come uh, on, they, they it, were an it, option it,
1: offense, you, and I'm an option How guy. How old
0: were you back then? Three. Six. Six. You yeah. believe this? And
1: That's I asked awesome them to
0: come into studio today. That's
3: awesome. Careful what you wish for. All right, guys, <laughs> uh let's get into news and notes uh before we get into uh uh, anything else and getting caught up. Basically, that's what we're going to do today. You guys are going to get me caught up as to what I've missed. And uh, if we have time, we'll get into some uh, some discussions and uh, things like that, see uh, see where it all takes us. So news and notes, anything that you guys have? There's uh,
2: On my end, I know Francis has got a bunch to say over there, but on my end at least, uh, Sweet Home should make it official this week that Jeremy Zimmer is the new football coach of the Panthers. I talked to him this week. Um, he's very excited to take the job. He's more than qualified. He's ready for it. He's a Ken West alum. Played for Jerry Tutwiler. Went to Canisius. Played at Canisius and played under Greg uh, Glenn Graham, who uh, who he really looks up to and admires. Really? Yes. And uh, so Glenn Graham really paved the way for Jeremy in a sense. Uh, and I knew him from high school. He graduated a year ahead of me. Played football with my brother. So I'm very proud and excited for Jeremy. Uh, at Sweet Home, and he says the strength of his team this year is going to be his line. Uh, He has a lot of returning players, especially a kid named um, Giancarlo. He's very excited about defensive end. And then in Orchard Park, Jim Gibson stepped down as baseball coach earlier this week. That was surprising. And Chuck Sen has taken over. He had his first game yesterday as the new bench boss for the Quakers. They lost 8-7 to Williamsville North. It was cold out there. I stood out there for about five innings. Great game, back and forth. Will North pulls it out in the bottom of the eighth. Um, Tom Prince's son was on the mound, though, for Orchard Park. It was 6-6 when he came in, and he was lights out all the way through the seventh, and then he got yanked, yanked for the eighth inning, which I still, whatever. Um, but he pitched a gem for the three nice. innings he was in there. Uh, he gave up one hit, maybe. Could have been a scored an error or whatever. But he pitched really well, so Jordan's got a bright future at OP. Cool. And a big
4: win for the North. It's really all the news and notes I have.
0: Did it have anything to do with pitch count, by the way, do you think?
4: Uh, No. Well, well, technically, yes, because it it depends on when he gets to come back and pitch again.
2: In Jordan's case yesterday, no, they were going to ride him out. But, you know, they have clearance today, and they've got healthy arms ready to go. But there actually are some fundraisers I wanted to point out. Uh, Kenton Rugby for the boys tonight the Knights of Columbus are having a meat raffle Next Saturday night, the girls' Kenton Rugby is having an, their meat raffle also at the Knights of Columbus. And don't they and have a big
3: up. match next Sunday on they the 29th? They have
2: that match, I believe, today or tomorrow against Canisius up at Niagara University. I'll double-check, but they're playing Canisius either today or tomorrow, possibly tonight. Yeah, Cal
3: tomorrow. reached out to me. He says, you know, uh, you've got to come to one of these games. As I'd love to. Send me, uh, send me a list of the uh, games that are coming up. Unfortunately, we have flag football on Sundays. um so or Nick has flag football and he's also signed up for baseball. So I gotta have see how that uh how that schedule goes. Uh anything from you, Francis?
4: Well, I think it I think it's fair to say that it's been a pretty bad spring and now we got some confirmation from it for this uh from the state that they've now lifted their seven consecutive day rule for practices and games. So that means usually in most cases uh, teams can only get together six days out of the week. The state has lifted that role so now Sunday, mo- Sunday all the way through Saturday. It's because of the weather. Game- yes, okay. they
3: can have games and practices. All right. Well, that makes sense. And speaking of uh, baseball. Uh, Cayuga Little League, they are now, they've expanded, I guess, the age requirement. So, any 13 to 15 year olds, if you're interested in playing at Cayuga, you can call Wally Dean at 601 uh, 9114. So, if you want to get, uh, you know, a few folks in Niagara Falls, LaSalle area, uh, Cayuga is where you want to be.
2: Lastly, I, I ran, uh, uh, Don Welch is going to St. Bonaventure, graduated from Chittawaga. Uh, a year or so ago, spent a year in um, at a junior school in Ohio, a prep school in Ohio. He is committed to St. Bonaventure. I bumped into Dan Kaplan this morning. Shout out to him. He's a great guy.
3: What up, Cap? Oh, uh,
4: congrats to uh, Hamburg boys' Lacrosse coach, Jerry Savino. He got his 200th win last night.
2: Outstanding. That rugby game was last night, by the way. Oh, okay. Can't be
0: Speaking of Sweet Home, I just want to acknowledge, I think we'd be remiss if we didn't. Congrats. John Fowler. Congratulations yeah. to John Fowler. He'll be in the latest class of the Greater Buffalo Sports Hall of Fame. Sports Hall of Fame. That's amazing. Not a more deserving individual than John Fowler. John, and I know he usually listens, so congratulations.
1: Way to go, Coach. And, and just, to, just to speak to the run that Sweet Home had in those those late 2000s, early oh, that was 2010s. Fun. That was so much fun. They went from... Uh, The Iroquois game, the Kyle Shevlin game, uh, was their last loss in section play. They went all the way from 2007 to the 2014 game against Will North at the stadium, or I'm sorry, 2013 game against Will North at the stadium without a loss against a team in Western New York. I think it was 68 consecutive wins against teams from Western New York. That's unbelievable. And included in
0: that uh, run was a couple of uh, Far West Regional wins, couple state titles.
1: I'll, and I'll argue some of the best football games I've seen was Sweet exactly. Home against Aquinas. Yep, and, and and the run they had, and I'll still you know just kind of I guess reminiscing about memories on the show. I don't think there was a more powerful show we had that if you remember um, what was going on with the team they played in the state championship. Oh, Burn yeah. Hills, yeah. the coach's son, who is doing well um from i I, believe what i've read i
3: constantly think about i go go
1: back and run that over i remember that show and just when he got on the young son uh i believe his name was jacob got on jacob strong yep and got on and and spoke and it was just you could hear a pin drop it was unbelievable probably one of the most powerful tears flowing down my face everybody did it was i couldn't hold it back it was one of the most powerful moments i think this show is is produced and and it's run an unbelievable story Yeah, it really was.
0: And I know I harp on this, Tony, and listeners probably don't want to hear it, but they're going to hear it one more time. The thing I get out of that era, uh, DeShenero Morris' day day was bypassed for uh, what I I thought was player of the year, no doubt. Conley Cup, no, because the Conley Cup only went by 10 games. Where his Player of the Year goes to 13, while well, the scuttlebutt was, well, he's only a junior. Next year will be oh. his year. Well, guess what happened in uh, January? Car accident. He ended oh. up in a career-ending car accident. So, for those of you who think the seniors are entitled out of the underclassmen, you're wrong.
3: I haven't heard from Day Day in the longest time. I don't know how he's doing. I know he. I saw
0: him. I think at a Sweet Home basketball game earlier this year. Or. Yeah, I saw. He was still working
3: hard, trying to stand. Yeah, I don't know if he was uh, able to do that, but uh, always thinking of that. uh, That time was a great time. All right, guys, get me caught up as to what I missed. I mean, you know, as I said, I've. Been stuck home for sixty days straight days to the. To yesterday I returned to work. In fact, I got to do some thank yous. Thank you to Sandy Beach, uh, my buddy at WBen. He gave me a recliner to sleep on because there was no way I was going to get into a bed. Uh, thank you to Dominic Cortez for having his guys deliver the chair to my house. And by the way, congratulations to Dominic, who's on WBen right now, celebrating thirty years on uh, on the radio. Uh, congratulations to him, but a big thank you uh for their help. Uh, thank you to my buddy Glenn who would So stopped you were over-
0: disabled all this time?
3: All this time, yeah.
0: I thought you gave up a radio for Lent. <laughs> <laughs> Boy was I
3: misinformed. <laughs> Not quite. Uh, thanks to my buddy Glenn who stopped over uh, uh, stops over at least once a week, uh do some things around the house for me. You know, came over, ran the snow blower out of gas. In fact, that's the only time I've been in my garage since the uh accident. And I felt
0: a lot better. You called in one the one Saturday. You called in, and uh, we said, I think on the first break after it, you know what? He doesn't sound so good. Well, then I think later that following week, uh, Jeannie must have brought you here to, during the week on Sandy's show, and you sounded. So much better, because it I, was actually scary when you called in that one Saturday.
3: I was in so much pain. I, I can't even describe it. Uh, you know, you, when you sit there in the beginning, anybody's uh, gone through uh, any kind of surgery, especially bone surgery, uh, that, that one of the most painful things you can go through. But... Uh, you're sitting there, and all you can think about is when is my next pain pill? When is my next ibuprofen? Uh, you're not thinking about eating. You're not thinking about doing anything.
0: Boy, it must have been bad if Tony wasn't thinking about eating. Oh my goodness! Well, I'll give
3: you show you how bad it was. My and I told you when I called in. This is probably the uh, the week that you're referring to. Uh, I could not my my left shoulder froze, and I couldn't lift either arm. I couldn't get food to my mouth. I couldn't get uh, a drink to my mouth. You know, I was eating off of a counter. You know, I'd have to roll up a, a piece of lunch in me so I could take my pill, and, and it was that. It was that difficult. And you just sit there and say, "Pray, oh, because I'm home by myself." Please, not. Don't let anything happen. Mm-hmm. You know, so th- those kind of things, it's all you could focus on. Uh, you know, didn't pay any attention to the news or anything going like that. I couldn't work my phone. I couldn't. You know, Frank would uh, send me a message and it would take so much just to put the code into my phone to access uh, the message. And I apologize, Frank, if I seem short at times, but it was very difficult to type. You know, I'm doing it with my left hand. My right hand was like the size uh, uh, of a boxing glove. My, my fingers are the size Italian sausages. I couldn't move them at all. So those are the type couldn't of things that was Couldn't
0: have said Polish go- sausage. You had to say Italian sausage. Now
3: I'm getting Italian hungry. sausage is shorter, that's why. And I all have shorter right, fingers. All right. If I was a quarterback, I might go with the uh, kielbasa.
0: Part of that was the
2: physical therapy part. I was told to message you a few times during the day just to get your hands and arms moving so you could get back to your daily regular eating habits. <laughs> so I thing- apologize, but... But it was kind of like a reverse Jeannie psychology. Jeannie contacted you and said, you know, make him and work. The, make
1: him just the, move thing. your
0: hands and arms around so you can start eating.
1: And that's a heck of an eating habit, too.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> but the, I didn't lose any weight. So <laughs> the food commercials didn't drive you crazy, huh? I no,
3: I really had no appetite. Uh, wow. That didn't come until a couple of weeks later. I started to feel a little bit better. And then the uh, brace came off of uh, my left arm, the one that was operated on first. And that felt really weird. But... I felt human. I, I was able to do things and be uh, able to have coffee in the morning and, and not worry about whether somebody has to be home to help me, you know, if, if anything went wrong. So, mm. uh, you know, went, went through all of that. And like I said, and thank you to uh, my brothers for, uh, for helping out. Uh, Jeannie's mom, who would stop by, uh, you know, during the day and check in on me. But it, it was good. And, uh, you know, Frank, every Monday he was right there. He says, hey, bud, how you doing? So it was good to hear from people, and thank you to all of our listeners who were sending messages. Hey, how you doing? Uh, You know, is there anything I can do for you? Which was pretty amazing from total strangers offering to help, and I I can't thank them enough. It meant a lot to me. So it was great to hear from them. But as I said, I missed a lot. Uh, I missed the end of basketball. Uh, In fact, we weren't even into the playoffs yet, were we? No. No, so I think my my surgery I mean, was nine
0: f- weeks ago. For you do the arrhythmia. February
3: twentieth was my my surgery. We
0: were just getting
4: ready,
2: maybe for uh, February twentieth.
0: That was the week before the, week before the
3: big week, week of playoffs.
4: Yeah, in
0: yeah. fact, guy? I think it was here
3: for the seeding. That was it.
4: Yeah, yeah. the seat. Yeah, I think it was the seeding was your last show. Okay, so who won? <laughs> <laughs> Well, wait, do we want to Everybody. just go
3: in chronological order of events? Or? I don't
2: know. We're getting close to that first break.
3: <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's take a break. When we come back, you guys can uh, fill me in on, on who did what at the end of basketball and who's done what so far in baseball, softball, rugby, lacrosse, and uh, all the stuff that I've missed. You're listening to Inside High School Sports on WGR Sports Radio 550. We'll be back after this. We're back. You're listening to Inside High School Sports on WGR Sports Radio 550. Keep it locked here all week for coverage of the NFL draft. Find out what the Bills are going to do. Sal Capaccio will be all over, so make sure you keep it locked right here on WGR Sports Radio 550 for all of your draft information. What are you guys doing in well, here? Well,
2: Tony, we're going to start off the second segment with a little bit of physical therapy for you. I want you to slowly, Ooh. gently lift these donuts. They're Krispy Kreme. that way? Uh, about says, a pound and uh, a half. Ounces. A pound and a half? Maybe. Or nine ounces. I'm no expert. Yeah, I can lift it. How are you it? doing? Can you <laughs> lift I'm, them? I'm good okay. here. Okay. All right. I'm good here. Good. Matter of wow. fact, I Very should call,
3: because uh, I'm sure uh, Ben Woods would not appreciate me uh, curling donuts, but I should contact him. Frank, heres he
0: should have a... bought two boxes, one for each hand.
3: Well, I, <laughs> I can alternate,
2: He's
0: supposed Raj. to be using both hands at the same
3: one, time. One, two. Uh, he's ahead of schedule. One, two. All right. Yeah, but it would
0: be like curling cur- dumbbells the way you would curl... Barbells. It just don't work that way. Well,
3: here's the story. I have to start off, and I'm going to start Monday, uh, one pound at a time.
0: I'm going to start Monday. We've heard that before. Which Monday? <laughs> this
3: Monday. <laughs> this, my elbows still feel a little funny. And and that's when this, the tendons are reattached at the elbow and the forearm. So basically, what they do is they attach it down here and point to my elbow. And then in the forearm, they go through the bone. And then there's a little plate where the tendon's attached. And that uh keeps it from coming through the uh, forearm. Am I grossing you out mm-hmm. yet, Raj? No,
2: but you're ready for your second exercise. No, I'm, I'm <laughs> <laughs> Only 90 seconds in between sets. Now, this is a little heavier. These are cupcakes.
3: Oh, man, this is Up, a lot down. of weight here. This is definitely heavier a than the heavier. donuts. Okay. okay. You got but it. But they're chocolate, so they can motivate me. They might be a little lighter by the end of the program. <laughs> I think it's going to be. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'm going to contact Ben Woods and get some advice because I don't want to... Uh, I don't want to hurt myself. I want to do this right. I have said right from the beginning, listen to everything that the doctors tell me to do and and don't uh, stray from it. I cannot put any... I can't push off. So sleeping has been very difficult. I can't get on my stomach uh, in fear of uh, pushing off of my arms. I'll feel it in my elbows, so I really have to be careful.
0: How long does this therapy have to go before you're back to...
3: 12 to 18 months before I'm back to full strength. It's going to be a long <laughs> haul. But uh, you know, my arms are free. I can, uh, and I have about uh, twelve more degrees to go on one arm, fifteen degrees to go on the other before I'm fully extended.
0: Are you able to drive or does somebody? No, there? I can
3: drive now. Okay. In fact, uh, when they gave me the green light, we had just uh, we were just hit with some snow, and I wanted to go out and drive so bad. I hadn't you know been behind the wheel since uh, late January. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be scary. So I just took my truck for a ride around the block. Like, wow, that was weird. But, like riding a bike. Yeah, it's like riding a bike. Exactly. But only you're afraid, uh, like, don't. You don't. know what?
0: Only, you, only you have two tons
4: of machinery. Yeah. You
0: know? Jump right into it. Wait till the rush hour and then go to the sky. Yeah. <laughs> then go to the Skyway. That'll get you. That'll cure you in a heartbeat. Oh, no. If it don't kill you, it'll cure you. I I kept it to the neighborhood.
3: You know, I'd pick the kids up from school every day. That was uh, the... You know, it was so sad that the highlight of my week would be uh, Jeannie saying, "Uh, do you want to go to Wegmans? Yeah, yeah,
1: get me out of the house. Do you want to go for a walk around the outlet mall? Yeah, get me out of the house. How how did you handle going through the candy aisle? Because you sound like a kid very excited right there Mm -hmm. going to Wegmans. I
3: would point to what I wanted. (laughs) I said, I want a bag of peanut clusters. (laughs) Uh, yeah, and you know they would have to push the shopping cart and whatever I point to.
0: That no, you actually walked. You could over to one candy. of the
4: mark Oh no, you probably couldn't have taken one of the mark carts that just like you know pushes you around. Or
3: yeah, I suppose I could have, but it <laughs> but
4: was walking. just easier. Well, they, they
1: serve beer in, 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 uh, in Wegmans now in the uh in the little in the cafe in the yeah. cafe. That's right. So more you, know, you can still continue those trips to Wegmans. I haven't had a beer since December.
2: That's embarrassing. Someone go get him a beer
1: <laughs> <laughs> after the show. After
3: yeah, the show. <laughs> I, I have, maybe tonight. Maybe that's, I'll have. That's one. the third workout. Right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> so that's Tony, where we're
3: at right now. But uh, you missed a ton. Yes, I know. I missed you a really ton. Did I haven't been able, like I said? I couldn't uh, get had, online and since you've been gone, we've had
2: state champions in here. I the like fl- that. Your, your friends from the flop. Nice. The girls went on. They pulled off the trifecta. I believe you might have been here earlier. When we brought them into the studio before the season, uh, we talked about that. Francis did a nice interview with them and yep. coach wanted to go on they called it the, the trifecta and they wanted to win the you know, the section six title, then they wanted to win the state title and then the the girls fed title in that
3: order and they did it. Well they had just won the section six title before I uh before I took my leave of absence.
2: And
4: they, they just
3: crushed it. Yeah, and they d- went
4: to the state final and they had a, a tough they had a tough semifinal, but then they just won four to one in the final, and it was all them. And then they came back and they had about ten day layoff, and then they played in the girls final, girls Fed final, and won it. And they're now the first team in history in from Section Six to win the state title.
0: Whoa! And of
4: That's course, awesome. eight years. Yeah,
2: we held uh, again um, New York State Section Six hosted the boys state finals, and. Uh, for the third straight year, a team from Western New York Section Six claimed a state title. Uh, this year, Francis.
4: It was sweet home. It was. Their, it's their first state title in school history. Um, and the game before Niagara Field had the chance to get the sweep, but they fell, I believe four to one, to uh, Victor for, for the large school. But no, I mean, a, we were very close to having an all uh, Section Six sweep oh, in the boy state Tony, title. The down. At Harbor Center that weekend,
2: you know, the you can hear it all, a little bit of animosity. You know, the how does Section Six have three teams here and there two was some teams stuff are going on on Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, they, really? they were not happy yeah. with that because we, we happened to get the at large bid, which is done every every year a team gets an at large bid. So Sweet Home and West Seneca West, the Indians, both made it to the state final game and that's why they played and they, it was a great crowd and it was a phenomenal game. Um Tyler at home had an unbelievable weekend. Reminiscent of that kid from Ken East, the coach uh, Prey. Trevor Prey, yeah. yeah. He had a great weekend two years, uh, three years ago, and at home had a phenomenal weekend. Um, and you know what? In that niagara Wheatfield versus Victor game, the head coach from Victor is a Kenmore East grad. So <laughs> there's another Western New York connection there. So, you know, that was pretty special. Now, the state title is here for another three years. Good. Um, what's funny is Western New York, they draw... They draw the at large bid on the last night of the
4: I think they rotate it though. No. They they don't. draw
2: balls or whatever from a bag or who knows how they do it, but Mark Di went up there. The at large bid is Section Six again. So there's an opportunity next year for Section Six to have two more small schools in the state final right here. And how get are the ready. crowds? Very good. Pretty good. Uh, yeah. Victor traveled well that Team from Auburn traveled exceptionally well. Yeah. Good. Uh, yeah, it was
3: it was it was good. The crowds were good. How about basketball? We win anything in basketball? Park Park won the Federation
1: title. Um oh. so they, they just completed that a couple of weeks ago. Uh I'll tell you what too, and Roger, I'm gonna test your memory here too. From for the time that we have been around, I think in, in the in the high school setting because Years wise and age would be a little bit complex, but I think, think I think the best. I think we could all agree that the best high school basketball game that we watched was when Williamsville South played McKinley, and it was the game where Mark, where Joey Licata was out because he had mono, and Mark Capola stole the show, and that's where everybody was like, "Whoa, okay, this Williamsville South team." And McKinley had. Um,
0: Mensa Habib, yeah, Habib,
1: fantastic. And Dave Thomas Senior was on the mic, and it was just it was an, the place was packed, and it was awesome. It went to three overtimes. Well, West Seneca West topped that as they beat Williamsville South, and Williamsville South just had the Buffalo News Player of the Year and Greg Dolan. Uh, West Seneca West, John, Justin Johnson and Desi Randall, and you know they got a ton of players that are, are really, really talented that came in and they were undefeated at yep. the time. And they beat uh Williamsville South uh ninety seven to ninety five in four overtimes. Wow. Probably the be probably has <clears> to <throat> top that as the best um is the best high school game. Maybe that sweet home Niagara Falls game in O six was pretty good with Johnny Flynn. Well, where, I was thinking about the
3: uh, Niagara Falls uh Riverside Riverside, Riverside game. game yeah that's well, it. Wow.
1: That yeah. Woohoo
0: Uh yeah um Greg Dolan put on a show. <clears throat> Excuse me. I know we went back and forth with Rich Harris, either on the air or uh, during breaks. Uh, Rich off Sanders. The air. Rich Sanders. What did I say? Harris. 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 Oh, Harris. Rich Harris. Was a scratch in my head? Who? Excuse West me, Coach. And uh, he just to show you what Greg Dolan. I think, even though they lost that game to. Uh, West, I think that solidified him for player of the year.
1: And he had to miss the last, I I think he missed the last overtime because he fouled out eventually. Well, yeah, Yeah.
0: that's the other thing. I'm going to get to that. But uh, even Rich Harris says, you know. Rich Sanders. Rich Sanders Sanders says, (laughs) oh, you're going to kill me. Have a donut. Uh, Roger's really struggling. After Dolan, he thought the West Seneca West Indians were clearly they had to, it was like if Dolan was the best player on the court, West Seneca West had the next five.
1: Yeah, that team was stacked,
0: and he was vehement about that. So, having said that, if if it's true, I mean, uh, Greg Dolan's supporting cast were no slouches. They might not have been up to the total package that West Seneca West had, but the fact that it still took West Seneca four quarters. And three and a half overtimes before they could pull away from Will South, and th- and then it was kind of questionable. I was talking to one of the referees that was uh, in the audience, and I says that fourth foul on Dolan was that a foul? He says absolutely. He paused and then he said, but. It wasn't a foul for the first four quarters or the first three overtimes. Why did they decide to call the same contact in the fourth overtime? So were it not for that, they might still be playing. That's how great a game it was.
1: Cool. And, and, and that West team, they went on and they. Um, I, I got to watch them play because they played my North Tonawanda Lumberjacks um, in the quarterfinal there and went down to watch Ryan and, uh, and his team play. Trevor Book, a really good player. and They hung with them for the first quarter and a half, and then West's athleticism was just... I mean, and they're shooting. They, um, they, besides Justin Johnson, who's more of a driver than a three, it was uh, I think it was Adrian Bra who was the the three who was just Demar's son, right? Yes. Okay. And uh, Des Randall's little brother, and just what a what a great team that West team was. They yeah. came to to the next week, who beat North Tonawanda last year. And <laughs> I'll tell you, they had some bigs on that and that team the year before, who were just spectacular. They had
0: everybody back from a year. ago. Yeah.
1: And that and that team was that team. I think, and I they, think they didn't they go to the state. They final? went to the state final, and I believe they lost. And uh, they had two. They had two six seven big men who were just. You know what do you do? You know they're college basketball players, and mm-hmm. um, but it was a very very good run for a West team, and uh, Niagara mm-hmm. Falls repeated for the third time. Yep, um, that I knew. They uh, they had a very very good uh, they had a very very good um, very good team there as always. Young, Sal, young team. I young saw team.
3: Sal at uh, one day at school. You know, he's his his son goes to school with my son, and just before the playoffs, you know, wishing him all, all the best. Yeah,
0: the that's, biggest. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, Sean. No, I just think the other thing I want to bring about basketball, and it has to do with uh, today's paper, because the All-Western New York teams came out, uh, the tallest, uh, no, nah, the real All-Western, not the All-Western New York, Frank, the yeah, All-Western New York. It's
2: a very sore subject.
0: Uh, but, uh, Anthony, you're not going to believe this. The tallest player in All-Western New York is uh, Devontae Gaines at six foot seven. The next tallest All-Western New Yorker, is Amari Duperi, 6-5 and she's only a freshman. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, Frank, speaking of that though, I th- I still like our picks pretty well. I disagree with some of the news picks and all that, and I want to give a shout out to uh Missy and Tim Lindner who helped me uh, pick the All-Western New York team. You guys nailed it in spite of what uh some of the uh, you know, discrepancies if you will. Uh, and again, we base ours more on team success than overall individual prowess.
3: Now we got baseball season and softball going on right now. Have we been? Uh, have they've gotten in a lot of games, or has the weather been a factor? The weather's was, been a factor. Was, yeah. uh, That's what I figured. Today
0: they might double the games played uh, out at Will East. They're having the Show Up Tournament, the Gettner Annual Memorial Tournament, and there's uh 16 teams, and not only from right around the area, but Olean's coming up, and a team from Horseheads is also coming up to participate in that deter- tournament. Ken West
2: has a. Seven or eight games going on there today. Yeah, they're getting a lot tomorrow. of NFL league games. So I'm going to head over there after the show.
3: Now, let me ask you, Frank, because I know you're really close with uh, baseball. You've coached it and you've been involved for so long. I was talking to Salman Joan, who's coaching my son at uh, Cayuga Cayuga Cubs, and he was saying that they're changing bats, that uh, there's going maybe to be more. a. Well, it's, 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 uh, I, I can't remember what, what, what the bat size he says, but it's to reduce the speed of the ball coming off the bat. Are they doing that in high school this year? I
2: believe they changed that a few seasons <gasps> ago. Everybody went to BB Core. There's still metal bats, but I believe in Monsignor Martin they use wooden bats. Yeah, yeah they, Monsignor Martin. They cannot
0: use ball. metal bats in Monsignor yeah. Martin. Because
3: it, it seems like that, that's been a, a, a safety focus in the last several years of uh, I'll, I'll tell you reducing uh, the speed of the ball okay. coming off the bat.
2: There were some hard line drives through the infield yesterday at Will North, um, and uh, a lot of them were kind of hitting the glove so hard it was falling down, maybe because of the conditions. I don't know if it was that cold, but I would not want to get hit. It's tough to play when it's cold out. It, It really is. I could just imagine getting hit with that ball off that metal bat. I wouldn't, I mean... God bless those kids.
3: Well, I figured the weather would be a factor. I mean, you know, as th- far as I know, I don't think any little leagues have been out uh, unless they have a turf field, have been able to get out and uh, play. And and Sal was telling me that they were lucky to get in one practice before the season started last year.
1: Yeah, and that's and that's the difficult thing. And I, I saw um, I saw Lancaster Softball tweet out that they beat West Seneca West, and that was their first time outdoors. You know, on, uh, you know, scrimmaging. Playing on a grass, see that's a dirt. what I feel
3: sorry for the spring sports. I mean lacrosse, yeah, it, it unless it's lightning. I mean you can pretty much. Uh, play outside uh, whenever. you know. It doesn't matter if it's rain or if there's some snow. But baseball and softball are really prisoners to the weather. And it, just it stinks about Western New York because it seems like the spring sports get gypped. They get the short end of the season. Yeah, they there's really no do. It's a short season it. to begin with. And, uh, yeah, you know, West New York, we have the, you know...
0: June 9th, whatever that weekend is. I think it's Saturday's uh, June is the 9th this year. That's right. when the state yeah. champions are in softball, baseball, track and field. Track and field, naturally, I'm sure it's a little easier to work around the weather. It's not ideal, but Not ideal, but I mean, you know. uh, And to Frank's point about uh, baseball and the balls coming off the bat, I would think especially on a non-turf field where you had a natural field in there when you don't know exactly how manicured the diamonds are and all that. You get bad hops and all that. I'm surprised, you know, most of the girl infielders wear... Catcher's masks now playing in the infield. I'm surprised on some of you know, especially a
1: third baseman coming up on the slap bunt. Yeah,
0: oh. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll get to uh, Frank, who has a comment
3: about uh, what we're talking about. So we'll get to that. we got Sports Talk uh, Saturday coming up at 11 o'clock. Like I said, you're going to want to keep it here all week. Uh, draft coverage, find out what the Bills are going to do. Will they make a trade? Will they be able to move up, grab their quarterback? What are they going to do? Uh, Sal Capaccio and the gang will get you, keep you up to date. We'll be back with more Inside High School Sports after this. Welcome back. One last segment of Inside High School Sports and then Sports Talk Saturday takes to the air at 11 o'clock. Who do we have hosting today? Nathan Geary. All right. So stay tuned. Nate's coming up. All right. Let's go to Frank, who is calling from Williamsville. Morning, Frank.
0: Good morning. Hey, I have to say, as a guy who pays a lot of taxes in New York State, as we all do, Uh it's nice to go to these complexes that these high schools have like Williamsville East, I was there yesterday, and I'm at Sweet Home now, I'm going to go watch a game, where they got the turf fields. I mean, if you can actually see where your tax dollars are. You can see people enjoying them. Yesterday at Williamsville East, they had a lacrosse game, a baseball game, and a softball game all going at the same time. that They never would have played when I was in the in high school in the seventies, you're right, because um, because they were all wet, you know. You're right, yeah,
3: and we have that. And, and, you know, Niagara Falls has a very nice uh, complex, uh, you know, for uh, baseball, softball, and more and more. Uh, districts are going to a turf setup for their sports, and and it does. It allows them to get the games in. If you are on a uh, you know, if you have a regular grass field, you you might not get to uh, get out there.
1: Well, I I, I had breakfast uh, after our morning workout on Thursday with Brian Wild, who who's our AD at Lancaster, and we're just giggling and shaking our head. Like I'm like, How, how's your how's how's life going right now? And <laughs> he's, yeah, I got, you know, reschedule this and this, and we might get this nightmare. in, and yeah, and it, they... it, it it really is.
3: But Frank, I, you know, to your point about uh, how, how great it is, and this is one of the reasons why we want to continue to uh, keep, you know, encouraging districts go to the turf. I, what we have Williamsville coming up, uh,
0: Williamsville East, Williamsville South, Will North, Ken West. I love if it wasn't for turf done. field at Williamsville East, there would be no Jerry Gettner show up tournament today.
3: All right, thanks, Frank, for the call. Let's go to Mark in Hamburg. Morning, Mark.
1: Good morning. Hey, I got a couple questions. Sure. Is has uh, Section Six or New York State ever thought about switching the sports seasons because baseball weather you get more appropriate weather for that in the fall? You know, it's drier, and the football you play in anything football and soccer you play we'd be playing games in this weather. That's one thing. The other thing is I understand they relaxed the 7-day rule. I'm right. Exactly sure what that is or how it works, but it tells me one of two things. Either it was unnecessary to begin with or getting games in is more important than player safety. I'm wondering if you could
4: Well, the rule is yeah. basically in there to kind of protect players and coaches so you're not playing your sport every 7 days a week so you can give them time off to focus on studies or just get their mind relaxed. It is kind of, I mean, I guess they're just waving it just for to get the games in. That is a question. But the other thing is, is they need to get these league games in before the playoffs. And those playoffs really can't be moved.
3: And as far as to his other question about flipping, I don't think well, there's uh, been any discussion. If there has, it hasn't been uh, that big of a discussion. You, you already know, have as...
0: enough sports in the fall. Yeah. How are you going to squeeze in uh, uh, another sport? Or two sports. What are they talking? If he's talking baseball, he's probably talking softball as well. Uh, you just don't have enough athletes to fill all the sports. I mean, are you going to move field hockey to spring? If you move baseball or yeah, softball,
3: it, 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 there's a yeah. lot to juggle. Uh, you know, is there uh, one solid answer? I don't know. Maybe build some more field houses.
1: And, and, I, and I, well, that would be nice. But I, I think the, the when it pertains to player safety in, in regards to the, the the seven day rule, honestly, and again, just talking at, with Coach at breakfast. We didn't think that that was going to get rescinded. You know, because it hadn't the last two years, and it had come up in discussion the last two years, and and they actually pulled the trigger on it this year, which was very surprising. But I think it's more in place because again, you you got kids that will go to baseball tournaments; they'll play double headers all day. You got kids playing multiple AAU teams now, ultimate travel. I think it's more to keep make sure that teams don't practice seven days a week because you got some coaches that will be like, "Oh, I can get another couple hours of film study in with my guys." Sure, or we can go do a walkthrough on this day, and and I think more it would certainly pertain because the rules are very stringent when it comes to football. You know, you have to have that four day off. You know, that four night might off-buffer um, in between games more for safety purposes. Mm. But I think without your other sports, you know, hockey, you could play, you know, I've played two, three games in a day. Now you're gassed by the end of those three days, but, you know, there it, it, it can be possible. And, and I think in a game like baseball or softball, baseball it's obviously a little bit more tricky because how many arms do you have? You know, and that's that, that's, that's, that's okay, the big Okay, I was thing. just going
0: to say on the website, John Moriello made a very good point. The biggest thing safety-wise uh as far as the – uh welfare of the uh, individuals is pretty much negated in baseball by the pitching uh, pitch count rule and yep. all that. Didn't think it'd be a, a factor in any of the other sports. And as far as participating, I'll give you an example. I'm not going to mention her name or the school, but I went to a softball game uh, earlier this week, and the one girl played five innings, had a leave early to go to one of her basketball travel games and all that and uh, I said to her father gee can't she uh, squeeze in a volleyball uh?" (laughs) he says she's going to volleyball after basketball I said when is she going to do her homework no problem. She's a '97 student. That's not fair. <laughs> that, 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 that's that's yeah. kind of overdoing it, don't yeah. you think, Anthony? Or really yeah, rubbing you know, it in.
3: I, my, as a parent, I would rather have. I, I would want my child to have some time to be in a kid, you yeah, know, and, and not to be. You know, Jeannie and I have talked about this all the time. You know, we can get Nick involved, but there's going to be a limit.
1: And, and I spoke to one former athletic director this week, and I'm sure you probably guess who it is. And his solution was eliminate the, the non-league games. And, you know, coaches will, and players are like, oh, you know, it kind of stinks. We're going to lose this game. And he said, well, play him at the end of your league schedule and see if you still want to play him. Yeah. And th- th- there you go. Because now it, it could take precedent. You could reschedule games like, okay, well, we got that non-league game coming up against you know, such and such team. But we need to get this league game in. Um, at, at what point does that take precedent? And I think that might have been a move where some of the schools would have gone to. I think that's coming
4: to. up next because they've already canceled some of those early league non-league games and there's no rescheduling for them. Yeah, so Especially when you consider you,
3: you need points for seeding yeah. and, and figure out who's going to play who. It hurts
2: gonna... the independent teams, doesn't it,
0: more than non-league yeah.
2: games? Because they pretty much play an entire non-league schedule. right? Yeah. Good point. The thing right.
0: about non-league games too that a lot of the coaches like to schedule a non-league home game on senior night because they don't want the, uh, the disruption of senior night affecting a potential League game result, which could change the uh, power points as well as uh, the postseason seedings.
3: Yeah, and then throw in the proms, come playoff time, and see who's going to miss the game. Oh, that's another thing, too. (laughs) We already
0: have a short season. And how many state championship games have I seen in the last 10 years where the kids had the prom on a Friday – and slept while their parents are driving all night for a Saturday morning softball state semi. I've seen it more than one occasion.
3: That's crazy. It really is. Guys, thank you so much. Sean, it was so good to see you. Don't be a stranger.
1: Absolutely not. Love having you on the program. Great coming
3: back. Uh, Francis, Frank, and Roger, uh, and everyone else, thank you guys so much for holding down the fort. And Joe and all the guys uh, at GR, uh, great job. And, you know. Thank you guys for uh, holding down for for me for the last 60 days. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll catch you next week with more Inside High School Sports. This episode is brought
4: to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget.